Jason Powers. So I'm going to do a brief video, hopefully. Uh, I figure 15, 20 minutes. But uh, I wanted to start. I'm going to start with a promo of myself, and then I'm going to promote uh, something else um, tied to journalism. So as you can see, I have my this is my sub stack up. I've just recently made some modifications to it. And the last post here is uh, about uh, books that you can download uh, for the holiday season and, of course, uh, links to them. <clears throat> I want to look at or show or reflect uh, this uh, application called uh, Drop. So this is uh, basically PayPal's, uh, this would be like a, pal a PayPal uh, competitor. So you can see this is, uh, you can go to the site and you can... Uh, and download the app here and then there's various you know you can look at what's going on here and there's a thing for merchants so the thing for merchants here is to uh, set up shop and you can see drop pay for Spotify or Shopify so this is an application and um, to to pay uh, or donate it's micro payments so we'll close out of that for a second and and if I want to, if you wanted to go, you can also go to Give Send Go for me. Um, I'm just using that as an example. This is actually tied to uh, uh, the video series I put together for how to take over the world. Sounds uh, you know <laughs> sounds uh, ambitious, but I thought I'd just show that. And of course, I haven't gotten very many donations yet, but that's okay. That's that's part of the reality. Uh, going back up to drop donate so when you uh, click on this you'll come up and when you owe the, have the application you'll see here that the, it'll have a prepare payment and then you'll scan this and you can also install it on a browser so this is a mobile app and it's also a um, <clears throat> uh, you can use it in browsers like Chrome and whatnot but this that's just a way to donate but I have all the volumes here of uh, various books so uh, Operation Virus, which is of course tied to the ongoing um, situation we're in, uh, bringing gas and dialing nine, which is um, a two-volume series, is over a thousand pages on baseball history. Just so you know, I started writing that that history back in uh, 2007. Well, two th late 2006, 2007 is when I started doing research on it, and uh, went through to about 2000 and. 14 uh, on the first volume in terms of how I did that. So the first book I ever tried to write took me about seven years. Um, and just like anything else, uh, it modified, adapted, it grew as a project. The idea was it was supposed to be about steroids, and then you know, the steroids is actually uh, in the t second volume. But I, went, I made it more than that. The project grew on, my, grew on me, and I wanted to... Uh, add my flavor I'm uh I've always been a big lover of sports and I was always a uh, player of uh, baseball I thought at that time and this is you know like anything else we all adapt and grow up as we go over time um, I thought it was a uh, good way to learn teamwork and um, you know individual accountability uh, you know you have to get the job done to win games um, there's a there's a mechanism there. Plus, it's it's just enjoyable. It's enjoyable to play, and there used to be uh, stories related to America. It's America's national pastime for a reason. It was the first, and there's a dark side to everything when it comes to baseball. We can get into that, but just letting you know, and you can get you can download the parts right here off the computer here. Uh, COVID and nineteen end game essays. These are the essays I've written since uh, the start of uh, this whole. Uh, drama um, amongst other things and they're not just about uh, COVID by the way they're uh, tied to personal feelings and thoughts and other little uh, quirky uh, writing and I'm uh, and I'm sharing some bad poetry of the time and like I said these are also found at Amazon and then last but not least is the movie series I talked about and, and I put the game give us and go and so there's a two-part series I put together so with that hustle out of the way, <laughs> which I like to call it, um, you can always find my stuff here at uh, uh, jasonpowers.substack.com and you can uh, 
The most recent stories are all mainly tied to, of course, Sam Bankman-Fried. Um, I'll even pull this up real quick. I'm promoting this because I want to show you what I believe is uh, real journalism and showing instead of telling you um, what that sh how you should think about that. So in this story in particular, so I talk about the super PAC that was put together. This was actually put together uh, January 27th. One other thing, you know, you're supposed to do a who, what, when, where, and why, and then uh, delve into how, why does it matter to you. So the who I dig into, the, uh, the what, and the when did it happen, when was this pack started, and then I, you know, put the links to the, so this uh, particular pack is uh, set up and who it was set up by, and then, um, like I said, you should credit your sources uh, along the way of people who helped or uh, deciphered uh, situations. So as you can see, I've uh, went down the rabbit hole uh, in particular with this particular situation. Uh, I'm just demonstrating to you that, you know, real journalism, at least in my estimation, should be about or investigations are about gathering the data and information, trying to make some sense of it and providing a way for everybody to understand where that's coming from so and you can just see the evidence here that I'm showing on the screen and you know the more detailing and this isn't a very long actually from a writing standpoint this wasn't very long um, but this just shows you the connections to and, and the things that maybe get hidden in the, along the way so with that said I'm going to toggle to something else a little bit more important or a little bit more important in terms of somebody else's uh, necessity to uh, solve their issues. So WND News Center, and this is a ostensibly a Christian media outlet, and uh, Joseph uh, Farah has asked for uh, some donations. I'm going to uh, peruse this letter um, that I received, and I'll just read it real quickly uh, as best I can because my throat's a little sore this morning. A few weeks ago, I revealed to you that the WND was suffering simultaneous attacks from multiple directions, many of them from the totalitarian bullies known collectively as Big Tech. I explained how Google and its subsidiary YouTube has had permanently demonetized WND and classified our pioneering Christian news organization as dangerous. Why? Dangerous for publishing the truth. The truth about left's total, total theft and transformation of America's election system the truth about dangerous COVID vaccines, quote-unquote, the CDC now is forcing on your children, the truth about full-scale foreign invasion of the U.S. the Biden administration has engineered, the truth about widespread demonic grooming and surgical mutilation of America's children under the Orwellian banner of gender-affirming care, quote-unquote, and much more. But that's what we do for a living, report the news truthfully. For more than 25 years, WND, whose motto from day one has been a free press for a free people, has performed the vital job of fearlessly reporting, bold and honestly, without fear or favor. Unfortunately, the elites ruling today's America, from big government to big tech, or big media to big tech to increasingly big business, are at total war with the truth. They hate it. It threatens them. So they feel compelled to stifle, censor, suppress, and bury it in every way imaginable. Otherwise, the light of the truth would shine in America, and their, they and their evil agenda would wither away. As the good book says, the truth shall set you free. The truth will set you free. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> but telling the truth is very costly for us. And, and like it, it is true, it takes time and effort. So let me stop editorializing. Because of all the attacks on us a few weeks ago, I reluctantly revealed that we needed to raise $100,000 by the end of October. Many of you generously pitched in. And thank you so much, so very much to everyone who did. However, we still fell short. And even today, we are still struggling to make payroll for our dedicated journalists and a few other key bills necessary for our continued operation. Therefore, if others reading these words are able to help in any way, large or small, that support is still seriously needed. And if you have already contributed, but think you are, uh, but think you could pitch in a little more, 
That would be wonderful and appreciated. Every, every bit helps. I hope and pray you can help us during this particularly tough time for WND. I'm asking for help of those who recognize the unique role WND plays in reaching the God-fearing American audience that, like us, supports limited government, national sovereignty, and the traditional Judeo-Christian values that made America truly great. Please keep us in your prayers and consider helping us weather the storm by making a generous tax deduct uh, making a generous tax deductible donation to a nonprofit 501c3 WND News Center. And there's a link here, and I'll I'll see if I can click and see if that'll. Or you can designate a one-time gift or repeating monthly donation using credit card, uh, debit card, or PayPal. Or you can mail your tax deduction deductible contribute contri, contribution. Jesus, that's why I'm not on air. <laughs> but making your check out to WND News Center and mailing it to WND News Center, P.O. Box. 100, 580 East Street, Hawthorne, Nevada, 89415-0100. Let me repeat that again. WND News Center, P.O. Box 100, 580 East Street, Hawthorne, Nevada, 89415-0100. I and everyone at WND thank you in advance for your help. For anyone who is in a position to contribute $5,000 or more, I urge you to call the number of our financial director at 775-945-5958. Let me repeat, 775-945-5958, Monday through Thursday, 10.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Pacific so we can provide you any information you might need or email him at rdouglas at wndnewscenter.org rdouglas d-o-u-g-l-a-s at wndnewscenter.org For more ways to help, please check our uh, check out Help Win uh, WND. Thank you. This is Joseph Farrow. Uh, I put a link in the description to their website. Um, they have a um, uh, link at the very top of the uh, website. I'm doing this because this will probably be turned into a podcast. So I'm trying to be very uh, repetitive here. This is about journalism. So right now on the front page is uh, <clears throat> so Robert Malone. So watch Dr. Robert Malone discuss in new book, Things I No Longer Believe. And he, it's titled Lies, Lies uh, My Government Told Me. And he appeared at a, uh, a rally uh, last, uh, uh, well, last winter uh, with uh, Bobby Kennedy and others who were uh, standing up for the mandates that were being uh, pushed and hustled on the United States. And so um, I'll click on this one real quick. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, for those watching on the video, they'll, they'll be able to go here. So Art Moore, you know, so like I said, uh, let me click out of that. Dr. Robert Mole and Jill uh, Glasspool Malone at the Defeat the Mandates rally in Washington, D.C. on January 20, uh, January, and they didn't give a date of 2022, as I said. And so he has a new book. Uh, it's on Amazon. I'll uh, reflect and show that where we're at. <clears throat> Lies My Government Told Me and the Better Future Coming. I think it's published by, um, I think it was Skyhorse. I want to maybe, well, we'll verify that down here. So from the publisher. Um, <clears throat> so let's see if I can get here. Down at the bottom. And he's got a whole bunch of, uh, uh, yeah, Skyhorse. So November 15th, it just got released. Uh, there's a whole host of uh, people who have done editorial reviews on this book. Um so far, it's got really, I mean, only it's just got released. And of course, we're all into this uh, just recently. So I just followed. <laughs> so you're seeing every, everything in real time. So a few of the people, uh, I'm not going to read all these, but uh, so Robert Kennedy Jr., uh, quote, a courageous uh, streak of idealism and stubborn integrity pitched 
Dr. Robert Malone off the giddy heights of the medical cartel. Stranded, stranded in the wilderness, he has emerged as the, the most important prophet for medical freedom, public health, and civil rights. If we manage to save democracy and humanity, Robert Malone will get much of that, much of the credit. So Tucker Carlson, Senator Ron Johnson, uh, Gavin De Becker, uh, that name uh, has a uh, different. Um, I'll discuss it here in a second. But okay, Gavin De Becker, best-selling author of *The Gift of Fear*, Steve Bannon, Joseph Lap, uh, Latipo, uh, Gert Vandenbosch, uh, Tess Laurie. Paul Merrick, Andrew G. Huff, um, uh, Brian W. Brittle, um, Meryl Nass, uh, Matthias Desmith, Naomi Wolf, Ed Dow, Mike Adams, Neil Oliver, uh, Dr. Mercola, Rod- Roger Hodkinson, Sean Stone, uh, Jan, uh, Jan Jellick um, from Epoch Times. I, I got his uh, Jekyllick. Uh, <laughs> I'm terrible with names. Jeff Landy, Tad Coffin, uh, George uh, Fareed, Jeffrey Tucker, Mark McDonald, Aaron uh, Aaron Carity uh, 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 Carity. Uh, I've seen uh, his uh, um, name before, but I can't. Uh, Christoph Ploth, uh, Jenny Beth Martin, and Bill Walton. So, uh, the host of the Bill Walton sh- show. So, I'll. Uh, tell you about the author for those who don't know who Robert Malone is uh, Robert Malone W in uh, W Robert W Malone MD MS is an internationally recognized virologist and immunologist clinical research and regulatory affairs expert US federal contract proposal and project manager and the original inventor of the mRNA uh, delivery and vaccination as a technology DNA vaccination and multiple non-viral DNA and RNA slash mRNA platform delivery technologies. Scientifically trained at UC Davis, UC San Diego, and at the Salk Institute Molecular Biology and Virology Laboratories, Dr. Malone received his medical training at Northwestern University, MD, and Harvard University Medical School, Clinical Research Postgraduate Fellowship, and in Pathology at UC Davis. He has almost 100, almost 100 academic peer-reviewed publications and has been invited to speak at about 50 conf- conferences. So just giving you the particulars, um, just so you, so you know. So this is for WND. Now I'm going to toggle to something that will be triggering for some, but it is what it is, and I'm reporting journalism-wise. So Donald Trump, uh, he's been... Uh, he was voted back onto Twitter <laughs> by a poll that was put together by Elon Musk. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not voted back onto Twitter because I'm currently suspended. Uh, I can't uh, access my uh, account. Obviously, I think it'll pop up here on the video screen. It won't, uh, so, so, your account is suspended and is not permitted to perform this action. So, just so you know, <laughs> I got suspended right after I tweeted about Elon Musk. So. We're going to uh, uh, listen to. I'm gonna listen to this. Uh, this is uh, part of history. Uh, this was the day after January 6th, and I'm gonna shut up and let him talk for himself for two minutes and forty some seconds. Begin by addressing the heinous attack on the United States Capitol. Like all Americans, I am outraged by the violence, lawlessness, and mayhem. I immediately deployed the National Guard and federal law enforcement to secure the building and expel the intruders. America is and must always be a nation of law and order. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defiled the seat of American democracy. To those who engaged in the acts of violence and destruction, you do not represent our country. And to those who broke the law, you will pay. We have just been through an intense election, and emotions are high. But now, tempers must be cooled and calm restored. We must get on with the business of America. My campaign vigorously pursued every legal avenue to contest the election results. 
My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. In so doing, I was fighting to defend American democracy. I continue to strongly believe that we must reform our election laws to verify the identity and eligibility of all voters and to ensure faith and confidence in all future elections. Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. This moment calls for healing and reconciliation. 2020 has been a challenging time for our people. A menacing pandemic has upended the lives of our citizens, isolated millions in their homes, damaged our economy, and claimed countless lives. Defeating this pandemic and rebuilding the greatest economy on Earth will require all of us working together. It will require a renewed emphasis on the civic values of patriotism, faith, charity, community, and family. We must revitalize the sacred bonds of love and loyalty that bind us together as one national family. To the citizens of our country, serving as your president has been the honor of my lifetime. And to all of my wonderful supporters, I know you are disappointed, but I also want you to know that our incredible journey is only just beginning. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. So, I, I played that because, I mean, you know, I know empty words for a lot of people, and I'm going back through showing all the tweets he made on January 6th at various times, and uh, you can see the, the, the messaging staying for him. The claim about the election fraud is disputed. Well, I mean, I, I've i substantially looked at this particular issue, and others have too. Others have gathered evidence. I've seen videotape on numerous things, which, by the way, I'll probably uh, do some insertion there too. So the point is, is uh, there's a lot more to the story that will never get uh, ferreted out in the regular mainstream media. I'll... Uh, I'll come off that uh, particular uh, uh, viewpoint uh, later. So everything has been a journey um, over the last, um, I don't know, since uh, actually March of 2020, at least for me as well. Uh, we've all been through a lot of ups and downs. Um, some of us have changed our lives substantially forever. Um, I feel I have. Um, I was working on different things at that particular moment. I actually got back involved in, uh, or actually wrote my, uh, second, uh, original title. And when I say second original title, so the bringing gas and dialing, uh, nine, uh, series, the second book, I never, um, let's just say I stopped, uh, doing research on that around 2014, 2015, uh, life got busy and the topic waned in, in terms of its uh, uh, appeal to me. So I worked on a, uh, a second title, actually. It's one that I uh, have included a link to, but uh, the PDF I've updated is called A Manhood Doctrine. So the idea was to uh, discuss, uh, you know, the social uh, situations that have led to where we're at right now, uh, in many cases what I felt about those things and if I had it to do over I would there would be a lot more it would take a lot longer but I was doing what I called uh, set a goal to publish by a certain date and just you know whatever you can get out you write out so what what happened was uh, between July and October of uh, 2019 I put together uh, the first draft and published it. It was about 350 pages or 360 pages uh, tied to the social um, situations, my own life, my, I guess you could call it my biography of, uh, you know, how I got to that particular point, all the ups and downs and all the flubs and F-ups that have uh, come along with that. And then finally finished with a, uh, uh, what I feel are the perspectives to uh, getting to a better life, which even in writing that, 
I think are good thoughts there. But these thoughts are being upended at, at very much at present uh, by a cabal of people who are uh, destined or at least hell-bent on uh, bringing this uh, country uh, and the world uh, to its knees because uh, they have an agenda. And for those who doubt this or do, do not uh, feel that this is actually true or call it a, you know, use the CIA's terminology, conspiracy theory, look, these uh, these particular forces are meeting re quite regularly, and they have uh, determined that uh, they want you to uh, uh, consume less, uh, live by their rules, uh, have a digital authoritarian or totalitarian mechanism to control your money, control how you uh, move, control everything about your life, and most importantly, control your tongue. Um, because they don't want you to speak out or don't want you to tell the truth. They haven't been quite uh, as successful because alternative platforms are, are popping up and people are getting the message out as much as they can. But they're still uh, I, what are termed as sheep who have bought into the mainstream narrative, which would go back to uh, Robert Malone's uh, um, title and, and much of what I've uh, discussed as well. This mass formation, um, which is tied to Matthias Desmith and uh, the the guy uh, Gavin De Becker, uh, who is a security expert and has been lauded and praised for about twenty to twenty five years. And the reason why that name uh, hit me funny is um, one of my um, more uh, trying times and one of my more difficult uh, uh, situations in my life uh, involved my stupidity my I guess you could say errors I can call them crimes I mean people will call them crimes I will say this um, it had to do a lot more with my tongue and much like uh, Trump uh, what I said was used against me and has been used against me to get you know got uh, interfered and I'm just relating that I'm not trying to dive into the details I could but that's what the book is about. And uh, the person that was involved in this situation uh, referenced in particular Gavin De Becker in the, their uh, uh, situation as far as how they, and, and they would do that because of their, uh, we'll just call it their, their uh, educational training and background. And so for them, uh, I'm sure they anchor themselves to whatever is considered the foremost expert. Um, and also their their um, career training as well. So it lets you know that you know everybody can use different sources for different reasons. Everybody can perceive a situation. You know, let's take for example Trump. There are a lot of people would have listened to that and understood what he was trying to say. Other people, no matter how much he says, nothing that comes out of his mouth is considered truthful, or even. Uh, that he, you know, he's just a liar. And of course, many politicians are liars too. I mean, I could say the same thing about his, uh, two of his uh, more uh, virulent opponents and uh, Hillary Clinton and uh, Joe Biden. And I have enough evidence to prove that uh, Joe Biden's family, um, and I can reference that, and I've written about that, to show that he's a very despicable person who has a son who has been involved in um, a whole host of influence peddling, taking in money, and then I'm not even getting involved in his uh, personal crimes, which make which make anything I have ever done pedestrian or even irrelevant. And this is your political class, and this is why they're protected by um, the FBI, um, the mainstream media, which is Operation Mockingbird, which. If you look at the people who work at ABC and CBS and MSNBC and all the Fox, there's the same side, uh, two sides of the same coin. Uh, they're operated by people or some of their main shows are uh, uh, hosted by people who are either connected to intelligence they, or they host intelligence or they worked as uh, the White House communications director whether it be George Stephanopoulos, Jen Psaki, um, uh, what's her face on uh, Fox, uh, 
uh, Dana Perino, um, Nicole Wallace, all these people worked in the communications uh, for your executive branch, and now they're working as uh, your host for, uh, and of course people say, well, they have to make a living. It's like, yeah, you know, so what kind of good gigs they get for uh, just going through that particular process of working for the Clintons or the Bushes or the Obamas or the even Trump. Uh, Kaylee McEnany is another one. And if you really dig into who they are and what they believe, I, you know, who knows? Uh, you should never trust these people because they're just, they're there to feed you whatever is convenient to get you to do what they want you to do. It's not about accessing the truth. They don't provide links in their article. I mean, if you read some of the articles, for example, on Sam Bankman-Fried, you won't see direct links to the bankruptcy. Uh, I've you know looked at mainstream outlets, and they do a very poor job of actually presenting evidence to you, or linkage to those uh, those documentations, or they link back to an article that they wrote a few days prior. And if you go to that article, then you have to go back to another article. Of course, that's a way to waste your time instead of consolidating articles uh, or certainly uh, doing a good job of uh, presenting what was known at that particular moment. And that way a person could actually understand what's going on. They don't want you to do that. They want to present, the, they want to pre present their version of reality to you uh, and keep you uh, uh, in the dark. And they surely don't want you to think about things or they want to lie by structure um, or bury the lead as uh, many in the journalistic uh, world will say um, and like I said I am not a journalist I basically am an investigator in, in some respects um, now I see that as my duty and I'm uh, like WND I'm at a point in my uh, situation where it's going to get be very difficult for me to continue to do this uh, but I you know I've done what I could, and I've uh, tried to provide good content, uh, good links, um, a good analysis when I can. I have my opinions. I've become more conservative over time. Uh, 20, 25 years ago, actually when WND was created, I would have been considered, you know, relatively, relatively, relatively left of center, though I would say I was probably more like a blue dog uh, Democrat or a, a what used to be known as a conservative Democrat based upon uh, some feelings and especially on the uh, rights to uh, abortion issue where I believe that a, a human being is uh, uh, there at creation uh, you know obviously it, from the very from the, from the moment of creation in in the in a mother's womb um, yeah you have a living creature. It's it hasn't developed a central nervous system. It doesn't have arms and legs yet, but it is on its way to becoming what we become—a fully formed human. And so, that journey and trek to, to decide when and if that uh, journey and trek uh, turns into a human. Um, you know, how many women have lost pregnancies in the first month or six weeks? whether they knew it or not some did and some didn't but if they did do you not feel there were women that are disappointed in that why would you be disappointed in a loss that you didn't uh you know that you don't consider human of course they were disappointed um of course and there are women who want to uh acerbate that and uh wait until the very end of uh, uh, uh well we can say technically is a viable what they say a viable fetus outside the womb at you know six seven months and I'm not pretending to be a know-it-all about uh, the medical uh, situation there and I know many people who who feel this is just a hot-button issue not to be touched and I'm bringing that up because this is where we're at in our society we have to come to some point we have to come to some uh, value set value set, set of values that we should be uh, trying to uphold not perfectly. We're not going to always going to get it right. Um, there certainly should be enough humility am amongst ourselves to understand that. Um, though we don't have, the, uh, seem, doesn't seem to be that we have a lot of humility anymore. Uh, 
that's part of the that's part of the trick that uh, the elites have uh, pulled on most of us uh, through social media. They've used uh, ways to become or to control people and to infect people with this sense of entitlement, this narcissism. And if you really get into what these people represent and who they are, they're quite uh, quite telling in their um, what would you say uh, their agenda and goals, which have nothing to do with making a better world. They hide behind climate change and all these other um, equity uh, reparations. It's quite telling. It's quite telling when it's a way for them to deflect away from all their sins, which can be, you know, dependent upon who's looking at those sins. Very, very um, evil and also despicable. Even people who are quote unquote on the left would find what they do appalling but of course that's the reason why they have turned in many cases for example they've turned the intelligence apparatus onto the people there's a um, matter of fact I was uh, I could have uh, pulled this up but I'm go not going to um, a little uh, video by redacted actually uh, I'll put a link in the description to this so the they were they were going over New Zealand and how they're trying to they're doing the same thing that the United States is they're turning their intelligence apparatus inward on the people and defining them as uh, defining certain narratives as uh, domestic extremism and, and supremacy. This is evil, by the way. This is just abhorrent to everything the West should have been. We we had buried the idea of all this white supremacy and evil the left has re reinvigorated this and used Donald Trump and others as the cudgel to beat people over the head with about this instead of being able to be intelligent enough and rational enough to look at things in a lot better light now these people aren't supremacists they just want their jobs back they want to be able to go to work and make a living and they want to protect their families and come home and have, you know, they want to be able to watch TV for two hours on and, you know, <laughs> be left alone instead of having their, their lives gutted by uh, multinational corporations who ship their jobs overseas and then tells them that they should feel sorry or they, they should feel guilty for, you know, being so white or black or whoever because they, they, it, it attacks all of us. And this is going on in every country in the world. That's what globalism did. That was what it was supposed to do. They wanted to bring in a one world government. And they're, they're very much getting close to that. They wanted to congeal and eliminate all borders. And they want to make it so they were all under the same boot. And they use all these divide and conquer or divide and rule mechanisms to control all of us. That's the journey that we're on right now. This is the journey they want to put us on. And I hate to break the news to many people. It isn't going to end very well. I mean, it's going to end very badly for billions of us. Because no matter what, you're never going to be able to convince enough. There's, there's a certain um, <laughs> spectrum of people that aren't going to go along or listen to any of what I'm just saying. They're going to refuse to accept that they can be... Uh, fooled and deceived and I can be fooled and deceived I, I don't let me put it this way I don't trust Elon Musk I don't 100% Trump uh, trust uh, Donald Trump I don't put any of my trust in any person any one person you're supposed to for example there's a host of things I could uh, criticize uh, Trump about because I know that's what the left likes to do they're very good at criticism they're not very good at anything else but they are good at that that's what they're that's their main function in life is to criticize. And I'm only going off on this uh, um, tangent here to uh, to say that, yes, you should check your own sources. You should do your own research. That isn't just, you know, a talking point. That's an actuality. I mean, much of the stuff I didn't, I didn't pay attention to. I didn't know who Jeffrey Epstein was until he got arrested. I didn't. 
I didn't know anything about Jeffrey Epstein on July in July of 2019. He was just a story. I was working on something completely different. Had no idea about him. Didn't care two. I didn't care two wits about what he was or who he was. That's a, that's just the way it was. But then when you start digging into somebody like him, and you find out he's attached to the transhumanist uh, group, uh, a guy named Ben Gertzel, who uh, is uh, hosted at uh, the World Economic Forum, who has developed the uh, Rob. Uh, AI robot Sophia. He was the senior engineer on that project. It just so happens he also runs a, a website called the singularity.net. He received grants or received money directly from Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, he's located out in Washington, same way, very close by where Bill Gates is. And Bill Gates has a long standing relationship with uh, one Jeffrey Epstein, amongst other people. And all of this, this is just dot connecting. This is just what you're supposed to do. And people say, well, that doesn't, that doesn't prove anything. Okay, let me look at your life. Let me, if we analyze anyone's particular life, if I take the five closest people to you or the five people that you spend the most time with or the five people you get the most money from, uh, what would that tell me about you? Isn't that important? You know? You generally speaking, you would think it's your family or friends. I know in many people's lives that might be very thin because most people can't name five people that they consider trustworthy enough or, or what have you. And this is also another agenda that the the globalists want. That's why they want to divide and rule us. That's the reason why they locked us down. They wanted to keep us separated from each other. They didn't want us talking to each other. You know one of the very under, under uh, what do you call it, Underexplored aspects of the of the American Revolution was that uh, that the reason why they were so easily I mean uh, amongst having home build advantage, but they had time to plan. They went to you know pubs and what have you, and had secret societies and had secret meetings. It was a different time frame. It was actually a very interesting time frame as compared to now, where um, you know. Those kind of uh, uh, meetings are done on Zoom where uh, your uh, CCP can spy on your uh, meeting. The left was doing this because it left trust technology because they're being, they're being exploited and used. If you're on the left, and I'm just, this is a broad generalization, you're being exploited by the globalists to get exactly what they want. They're going to toss you away like a piece of garbage. They don't care about you. They want to use you. They know how fractious, how emotional you are, how collectivized you are. They know that you don't really care about a lot of people. They know who you are because they've studied you. They've done behavioral, they've done a lot of behavioral analysis on many people of that particular type. That's why they target younger folks because your brains are not fully developed yet. Your prefrontal cortex doesn't come to maturity until you're about 25. Why do you think the car insurance companies uh, uh, don't, uh, they have higher rates for younger drivers, not just because younger drivers are inexperienced, but because they know how emotional, more likely to uh, use drugs and alcohol, um, the whole host of things. They know that all about you. They also know that you're impulsive. No matter, and they know that you know, typically men are considered more impulsive. They have higher rates at that age. But men are actually better drivers getting older. It's not, this isn't being about man and woman. It's just part of the facts that men usually wind up going into the driving profession and drive more miles than women. So they're better drivers per mile driven, not so much better. I mean, women have far less accidents, but it's a matter of ratio. And that's just an example. And there'll be, I'm not going to get into the details of that, you know, trying to flesh that out but I inherently I've talked with somebody who's an actuarial scientist and they know this why do you think most of the profession if the truck drivers on the road were terrible truck drivers they wouldn't be out there driving right um, because they're driving huge rigs and they have to drive them appropriately or they'll hurt people just like airline pilots or what have you certain people are in certain industries for a certain reason and it's usually because of their competency and it also goes to what they like to do. 
we should be that we should value those type of things but the globalists know how to exploit those type of things that's why i said that you've done behavioral analysis of what certain groups and certain people do and they're getting more and more uh, sophisticated with this gathering information via your cell phone on your movements who you talk to who your uh, top five uh, uh, go-to's are you know, they've, they've gathered all this information the US government has the UK government has Australia government has they're inside your entire life the banks how do you think they were able to shut off all those uh, truckers it wasn't just because they were snitched on it's not that they didn't snitch on themselves but they were they were probably using their text messaging against them see this is the environment we're in and I know they and they really and here's the thing all those truckers didn't want to do they didn't want to have to take a vaccine in order to transport between Canada and the United States I'm just using that as an example but that tells you the level that your governments are going to and they're all run by evil people don't get it wrong they're evil people these people are truly despicable they don't care about borders they don't care about life if they cared about life they wouldn't be trying to jab jab every person in the world uh, with a, a at best a a very highly experimental uh, gene therapy tied uh, vaccine and then you know beyond Robert Malone Ed Dow's come out with analysis the insurance companies have seen the analysis I've seen the analysis I've seen the CDC data I'm going to put together a post here in the future that's going to have all the links and all the Excel spreadsheets to that to that end but the problem is is the CDC started manipulating their data I can show you that I've posted a video on Rumble about that see this is the thing you're being lied to you're being manipulated and the journey to finding out how that works and how that uh, how that affects you um, is a long journey it's not easy I didn't know it either and so the last uh, three plus years has been a very long journey for me too I've come I've had to swallow I've swallowed a lot of, I've already swallowed a lot of red pills now I'm trying to fight off swallowing uh, what people would call the black pill because I, I am very worried about people having it. unfortunately a lack of uh, a lack of acknowledgement of the crisis and the danger that we're in as a as a human race when you're being run by people who will shut off all your power as you're approaching winter and and, and, and they try to sell it that uh, you know we're worried about global warming when the world is in many cases being proven to be cooling at this point we're at a solar minimum not a solar maximum you can't control the environment the way they in, in, in any way shape or form because you can't control the sun and we've known about there's been uh, many ice ages there's been global uh, interactions with volcanoes and stuff like that you can't control these things you can't control nature you can control your own nature, but we aren't the we aren't just part and parcel to this whole diorama, and we already know that there's a, uh, a demographic cliff in many of these countries. But of course, that's what the globalists want. It's a perfect guise. They'll just say, "Oh well, you know," and they're trying to accelerate it. They're going to use the cover of that because suddenly here this is here's what they're going to also say. Well, you guys aren't having enough kids. That's the reason why everybody's dying. They're trying to accelerate this, um, and also that's the reason why they're ginning up all the conflict. They, they, this has been a well-learned uh, mechanism going back to the Roman Empire about divide and rule. You find to you find a way to create a cudgel between two very closely related groups. You find something that they just don't agree on. Say religion. Religion was handy back in the day. You know, religious sex. I mean. I'm not going to pretend to know what a Sunni and Shiite does. I'm just using those as uh, uh, two particular examples of uh, sex. I know it has something to do with, I think, uh, the uh, whether you know, one comes from directly through Muhammad and the other one comes through a, 
a process of uh, appointing a, a caliphate or something along that line. Like I said, I don't really know. I just know that those are two different sects of uh, religions in the Middle East, the Sunni, the Shiites, and, uh, you know, they've been at it for forever and a day. Uh, the same way Catholics and Protestants are at, at each other's odds and have been, for example, in uh, Ireland for, for Pete's sakes. Um, and that's a long history, and there's people that know a heck of a lot more about it, and they know about the nuances of it. But this has been also been driven by outside forces who have taken a, a group that has a lot more in common than they do have differences, the same way with its country. We're all in this country together, and I use this because I've been in the United States all of my life. I haven't lived abroad. I'm not a globalist. I don't have a uh, passport. I mean, I had a passport, but I never used it. I got a passport and it never got a stamp put in it. Point is, is there's people that have traveled the world and they think they know so much about the world. Just because you spent two weeks somewhere doesn't mean you know anything about that country. It means that you know the the tourist attractions, and you know, you know, maybe you can speak a little bit of their language, or you learn a little bit about how nice and polite they are, or otherwise. So, each of us have come to this thing, and we are very different. But the thing that should gel us all together is our humanity, and also we need to know that the people at the very top, the people with the most money. And power and the way they deploy assets and the way they use the media and all those people on on TV are abominable at this point I don't even bother with them they're just despicable you have to be a despicable journalist to sit there and sell the things that they sell and they're not journalists they're propagandists so anyway I've got off on my rant here I went longer than I expected I appreciate um, any and all uh, help and assistance, in particular for WND, uh, because they've been around for a very long time, and uh, they're trying to survive during this uh, cataclysmic event that we're going into. So uh, this will be the, uh, probably the last episode I'll make before the holidays, but I may change my mind. Um, I want to thank you and I want you to have a uh, good Thanksgiving uh, forthcoming uh, for the United States and around the world.